This is how we do it. Yo, 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 it's me, Cody Cannon. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's, that's good. <laughs> that's our new theme song. <laughs> I'm so excited to talk about this comic, my guys. Yeah, dude, I'm excited to smoke weed, honestly. Ooh. I'm super baked already. When are you going to smoke in your apartment, man? Who says I haven't? I said you have. <laughs> have you? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> what are you going to do for the podcast? Well, if I do it right here, right now, that's not that's not going to work. Yeah, the issue is that... Shit! <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Did you just spill your beer, man? I remember my first beer. Oh, you bitch. Was it on your laptop? No, just on my mahogany desk. It's definitely not mahogany. Mahogany. (laughs) For the purposes of this. That sounded like mahogany. If you're listening, you could tell that sounded like genuine mahogany. That's the sound of rich mahogany. (laughs) (laughs) Only the finest desks here at Comics and Chronic. I mean, the <laughs> finest woods Maybe from I'm around using my the world. Rag to also wipe down the beer. <laughs> <laughs> That's going up on eBay. <laughs> yeah. That's right. You can bid on, on Jake's Cumrag right now. <laughs> the hot, hot commodity. Hey, boys. Wait, what were you saying before I spilled my beer? Oh, you said you couldn't smoke right then and now? Why? Oh, because like I would have to like smoke it out the window or something like right That's right cute. now I'm on camera. My brother like, smokes in his apartment all the time when he lives in New York. No one gives a shit. Nah, they do. No, they, they don't. Do. How are you going to tell me? <laughs> I smoke I with here. my brother in his apartment. So so maybe in your brother's apartment they're more lenient, but they're in this not. apartment they just no we, one actually enforces this. Shit. Well, it's but this insane. is what I'm saying. I and I'm I'm not going to keep this in the podcast. So this is just for your guys' ears. I got a call from the people that work in the landlord's office and they're like oh someone was complaining that it smelled like weed on the third floor where i live sounds like and a bunch of narcs I, live near you yeah exactly but it definitely wasn't me you get what i mean like there's yeah, no yeah. way whatever they were smelling was my weed smoke because i smelled other people's fucking weed in the hallway and like even now like if you I, I could tell in the hallway it's fine but either way like that's why i'm saying like here they must care or someone's like you said, there's a narc uh, on like, like, in your specific building. They can. Yeah, that's what I mean. So like maybe your brother's building. Sure. Maybe most people's buildings. I think. I mean, it's, it's like all of New York definitely smokes weed. Yeah. Can't but it's like you're not allowed everywhere. to smoke cigarettes indoors either. But I smell that shit all the time. Dude, I'm, on my well. floor, I could smell somebody smoking cigarettes in their apartment. And it kind of sucked because the hallway by the elevator smells like cigarettes. I'm just like, dude, that's disgusting. Yeah, I hate that smell. Like weed doesn't linger as much when you smoke it. It also is just it's a much more enjoyable smell than fucking cigarette smell. I agree. I agree. Cody Cannon. <laughs> Saboteur. Saboteur. <laughs> Tried to sabotage us with your social justice warrior ways. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> just the other day when you tried to get us to take our podcast off Spotify. Oh, I was doing that just to piss you off, my dude. Were you really? I'm not convinced that you were, to be honest. <laughs> hey, man, you can believe what you want. I kind of <laughs> <laughs> I would say Cody's telling the truth. Okay. I don't know. His track record as of late. I thought you were being <laughs> dead serious. No man, but I, I handled mean, it very politely. Yeah, and so I was honestly kind of pissed that you handled it so politely, <laughs> dude. I wanted to like go off on you. And I was like, I was like, I like can't. 
kick you off the show, but I was like, I woke nah. up and I was like, I want to see, feel, see some chaos happen. <laughs> and I texted you guys and I kind of knew Anthony was going to handle it well, but I didn't know. Are I, you trying I expect- to provoke me? Mostly. Yeah. <laughs> and it failed. Yeah, dude. Yeah. You, you, you didn't, you didn't bite the lure. Dude, and, I, uh, you're not an agent of chaos. I'm an agent of chaos. Yeah. I tried, man. <laughs> I tried my damnedest and you handled it so politely. I was like, Oh, well this isn't any fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I feel like, like half, half of the time or maybe more than half of the time, like, the, our group text is you guys arguing about something and I'm like I'm in the middle I'm trying to be, take like both sides you're trying to take the like, neutral side yeah and me and Cody I mean sometimes I always say this sometimes I'll agree more with Cody sometimes I agree more with Jake you know it depends what we're talking about yeah uh, for the re- readers <laughs> for the listeners who don't know what we're talking about uh, I the other day texted them and said we should take our podcast off of Spotify and follow in the vein of Papa Neil and uh, the slowly rising people. By the time this comes out, by the way, it's going to be yeah, like, it'll be months <laughs> later. <laughs> Who knows what the future holds for Neil Young and Spotify? Yeah, yeah. Well, I saw Crosby, Still Nash, and uh, Crosby, Stills, and Nash also took it off. Yeah, and they reached out to Taylor Swift, who, if you remember, was the first person who ever like won a big standoff with Spotify and they were like, please stand with us. Mm. So it's actually, I, was, I read a really good article just like kind of described the, uh, the nuance of it and what it really means. It's actually not Neil Young's decision, nor would it be Taylor Swift's decision. It's actually up to the record label to decide if they even want to do it. Warner brothers is Neil Young's record label. So they decided fine. We'll, we'll, we'll ask Spotify. But at the end of the day, if Warner brothers didn't want to, they don't have to. Yeah, True. That being said, I do like, don't get me wrong, I am still using Spotify. I'm still using Spotify that, I don't know if you guys remember this, but a few months ago, they removed thousands upon thousands of comedy albums because comedians were asking for more pay. So Spotify was just like, you know what, fuck you guys, and dropped all of their albums. Holy shit. I didn't didn't know that. That's Yeah. Because comedians, I think, were getting less pay than musicians yeah I, I heard that i think uh, i think bill cosby should be like i'm taking my comedy albums off spotify stand with me and then everyone's like well, fuck. <laughs> now we can't stand with bill cosby no bill cosby <laughs> should say i'm putting my comedy albums on spotify oh, yeah. stand <laughs> with me and then spotify's gonna be like no no yeah, okay. please don't do it we'll trade that for getting rid of joe rogan <laughs> they're not getting rid of joe rogan they're not they invested so much money in him. Exactly. Also, there's so many. Um, there's a lot of artists, and even pod. I've been seeing a lot of podcasts withdrawing, like even some that are Spotify exclusive, and some of them are relatively big podcasts. That being said, all of them combined don't scratch on Joe Rogan's numbers. Yeah. Who gives a fuck? No. I give I give zero fucks. Uh, speaking of zero,
Um, this episode, we're talking about Zero Year. Batman Zero Year. Yes, by yeah. Scott Snyder and Greg Capullo. Yes, yeah, dude. Yes. A, a dynamic team. Another Italian artist killing it on a Batman origin story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's one of my favorite runs of Batman. Their run, yeah, for New 52. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, theirs was the strongest thing about New 52. I think so, without a doubt. Without a, without doubt, a doubt, their Batman run is easily New 52's strongest thing and best thing because the rest of New 52 kind of sucked. I used to really feel that way, but I've read enough of New 52 that, yeah, not everything's good, but I feel like it's like every era of comics has its good and bad. I think when New 52 came out, we were all kind of like, whoa, like you're changing every hero we grew up with in like a weird way. We don't know if we like it, you know, like Batman wasn't really changed. Like it was almost like his stories continued. So this isn't trying to like retcon his origin, but it definitely adds new things to it. New layers. Facts. Well, anyway, uh, guys, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Comics and Chronic. As always, it's your boy, Cody Cannon, joined by my homies, Jake F.H. and Anthony Iannaccio. Woo. Joined by... Cody's the only person I know this is joined by. Is that like a West Virginia thing? Joined by? Is that incorrect? No, I'm not saying it's incorrect. It's just like, I (laughs) I think you, Jake, would say like joining me, but Cody says joined by. I think sometimes I've said joined by in past iterations. Dude, I don't know. (laughs) It's hard to tell with me because I'm not even (laughs) pure West Virginian. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Is it just a Cody-ism? It might it be is. a Codyism. Mm, but anyway, synopsis. Who wants to dive in? Anthony, I feel like you got this. I got this? Oh, man. Yeah. All right. Zero year, right? We we talked about Batman year one being like the definitive like Batman origin story, right? And this, like we were saying, New 52 is kind of like reinventing all the DC superheroes or the whole universe. It's like a reboot, basically. Nothing counted before. Mm-hmm. So... This gave it like a new, a fresh start for all the characters. So for Batman, we get a new origin that's, you know, definitely paying homage to year one in a lot of ways. But even to other Batman stories like No Man's Land, it yeah, felt very much like No Man's Land. Had hard No Man's Land vibes. Yeah, yeah. tons of No Man's Land vibes. And, um, but I mean, even other ones, there's like a specific panel that was one of my favorite panels. It's a full page. It's Batman swinging and with the lightning behind yeah. him, yes. and that that almost was an homage to the Frank Miller. Yeah, Dark Returns. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Oh man, I'm glad you brought that up. That yeah. when I that's just such a good and Greg Capullo kills it. It's just like, oh man, I might like it. It, it might be sacrilege to say, but I might like his version in better in in some ways. I just I love Greg Capullo's art. Like that dude. Is great. He doesn't fuck around. Yeah, I yeah. liked his art, and I'm not gonna lie, this is so small, but I'll link it to another thing. I really like that Batman's gloves in this are purple. Yeah. And mm, yeah, the in, Undertaker. Yeah. So also, not only that, when Batman was first published in color, he had a lot of purple in him, which is why oh. like uh Anthony helped me out with the when what's it called got rebooted. DC, what came after New 52? Oh, Rebirth. Oh, Rebirth. So, remember Batman's Rebirth had purple on the inside of his cape? Yeah, okay. I, I remember that. It does. Yeah, it yeah. does. So, like, I just like, like that's like OG, OG Batman as far as in the comics. Batman had a lot of purple on him before anything. 
I definitely didn't notice that detail. That's crazy. Yeah. So I like seeing the purple gloves. I was like, I kind of like, but when they add purple into Batman's shit, it's very rare that they do it, but. Yeah. I, in general, like Batman's new 52 suit. It's cool. Hmm. Well, what they use for this story is not his normal suit, New 52 right. suit even. Because it's this is Batman's year one for the New 52, basically. Yeah. And yeah, it's they start out and he's just wearing people's masks and trying to stop heists and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, like prosthetic masks. Right? Right? Like, it's almost like something Alfred might do. Yeah. Dude, which by the way, okay, first off, I want to say a couple things. Because <laughs> uh first, I know we've been reading a lot of Batman due to the movie coming out. Um, and it's Bat March, so you gotta read Bat- Bat- Yeah, exactly. So we've been reading a lot of Batman, and which has made me think about uh a little bit things that we've joked about and that you see a lot in the public where people talk shit on Batman and his politics and how he could actually be a vector for change or, and like how he's kind of a fascist or whatever, all these things. But at the same time, man, just like suspend your disbelief a little bit. Where's your imagination? Yeah. Like, yeah, Batman isn't somebody normal people should strive. Normal people also aren't billionaires. Yeah. Also, like, I don't know. I just want, I, if, like, I really cared for what, what brought this on was I really cared for Batman in this story, but not just Batman, his relationship with Alfred. Yeah. It was strained for the most part. Yeah. yeah. The most strained we I've ever seen it. I agree with that. Definitely. Yeah, I think my favorite part of Scott Snyder's New 52 run is the way he writes Bruce Wayne and Alfred's relationship. It's mm. so good. Yeah, so good. But yeah, mostly I'm just saying like, you know what I mean? Like, are we going to sit here and debate the politics of like Greek mythology? You know what I mean? Who cares? <laughs> you know, just like enjoy the story. I don't know. That's my take on Batman right now. I've been thinking about it a lot because we've been reading about him so much. I love Batman. I mean, no, me too. And I've always loved, he's always been one of my favorite superheroes. I don't know. It's just been this kind of thing where I feel like it's getting kind of popular to hate on Batman. I agree too. I think it's been like that for a while. I have a lot of Facebook friends who are super like shitting on Batman. I'm like, bro, like there's some like criticisms I do agree with. And it's not even Batman. It's how DC uses Batman. Yeah. Which is sometimes too much, especially in its live media versions. It's like, we don't need the next Flash movie to revolve around Batman. Give me a Flash movie with Flash characters. Yeah, that's really bothering me. I mean, they're doing that in everything, even in Justice League, like Batman, Batman. Like, all right, just like, mm-hmm. you know? Because they know Batman's going to make them that bat money. Exactly, yeah. But it's like, dude, that's why I'm so excited for this movie, because I just want a solo Batman in a solo like universe. has nothing to do with an overall extended shit. Yeah, because Batman's own universe is so rich. He has such a great rogues gallery. He has such a great supporting cast with Gordon and all the Bat family, Alfred. Like, it's just his world doesn't even need the other parts of DC. Like, for instance, in Zero Year, you think, where's where's Superman? Like, I guess because... Oh, yeah, realistically, if Riddler did that to a city, all of the Justice League would be all over that. Exactly. So, like, in other, and to, to Cody's point, you gotta like suspend your disbelief a lot exactly, of times, especially yeah. with Batman stories. Like, 
I'll, sometimes they'll sneak something in where it's like, oh, I was off planet or this, this, and that. That's why I couldn't help you. But I don't ever really need that. I understand I'm a grown up. I'm reading the story. Well, it's the same criticism of Marvel movies. It's like, well, where were the other superheroes during this massive threat? It's like, we need these solo store. Like, you know what I mean? Like, relax. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't bother. Fun. It's not a pet peeve of mine. By the way, I just realized well, the last time I had jury duty, one of the questions was like, <laughs> one of the questions was like, what kind of books do you like to read? And I'm like, what's going to get me off jury duty? Yeah. And I was like, I love uh, like detective comics, like mm. especially Batman. I love like crime, murder, <laughs> like, and and I definitely didn't get picked. So that was awesome. But I kind of, I think in my head, I'm like, anytime you do jury duty, write that you love Batman yeah, comics because they're going to be like, oh, this idiot thinks he's a fucking detective. Exactly. They're going to be like, he's going to try and solve this case while it's happening. And his opinion's going to be like so biased and stupid that yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> this, this per- person will go to jail just because of this guy <laughs> yeah and that's my advice on how to stick it to the man Dude, <laughs> i uh i really liked like the use of the riddler in this book because hell yeah Dude, like we've mentioned it before riddler sometimes is never really like a massive super threat you know yeah, but in this one he is. But in this one he is, and it's fucking cool how he does it, and it's like classic Riddler shit. I also like, I love at the end of the comic when Batman is going through that like spiral riddle thingy, you know? Oh yeah, even that it's like the double page. Oh my god. Yeah, and even he like after a while he's like Riddler, like there's no realistic way I can answer this these questions in eight minutes. Like fucking stop, and like it just showed him getting like fed up with the Riddler. The Riddler's like, ha ha, Batman, like you still have. Two minutes to answer this fucking stupid riddle. <laughs> like, <laughs> I loved that. Like the Riddler was the main villain, but I loved that. Like so, Zero Year is a huge three art, like three part story. It was a big comic. Yeah, and my I saw it in like three different parts. Like one was the Fall of Gotham and yeah. Rise of the Riddler. Yeah. One was Batman basically getting the gang together and trying to get to the figure out how to stop the Riddler. Yeah. And then one was the face off with the Riddler. Yeah. Cause this whole story starts with basically, okay. So like if you've read the killing joke, Alan Moore's killing joke, right? We get the red hood and his backstory. And we're oh, to assume, I forgot all about that. Yeah. yeah we're to assume game. that the red hood is the Joker. Like the red hood falls in a vat of acid and he becomes the joker and in this one it's really it's so cool because it it plays on the fact that like and they they even describe it so like in the killing joke they say joker's origin story is multiple choice yeah you're not ever supposed to really know who he exactly is or if he was that guy like when he became the joker like in this one they really play on that because the red hood gang is going around terrorizing gotham and bruce is confronting the leader and it's like they're having these really intense battles and the leader seems very jokerish like you feel oh, like he's, he's super Joker. jokery but also he's like he's not like stupid jokery he's like like all of his he had like the writing to scott snyder's credit fucking it is very like threatening joker lingo and like the fact that his gang is comprised of average citizens who he has like blackmailed into joining yeah. his gang like that's so yeah. sinister and it's also just a perfect use of like how joker uses people whether it's mental patients yeah i don't know yeah but no you're right the the way it's written like that's definitely like clearly the joker in his pre-joker days right because at the end of that arc we even get him falling into yeah the vat of acid he lives or dies they said they never really found anything 
Yeah, they're like, oh, was this, did he switch identities like three weeks ago, yesterday? Was yeah. he him the whole time? Did he take out the original guy at this moment? And that's how they get with the multiple choice idea in this one. I, I love that idea. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, so that was a pretty cool setup for Scott Snyder's Joker. But it also, like, when that story ends, the next story begins. The book, like, pays homage yes. to so many other Batman comic books that came before it. Yeah. Whether it's year one or killing Joe. Oh, wait. So if I'm right, sorry, I miss. I miss. It's the first arc is the rise of Batman. Yeah. Second arc is the rise of Riddler, fall of the Joker. I mean, fall of uh, Gotham. And then the third arc is them the arc controlling the post-apocalyptic Gotham. Yeah. yeah. And he's turned the city's technology against like everyone. Right, because the first arc is pretty much year one for Bruce in a, in a different light. Like, we get to see him fail, and then the bat crashes through the window. He's like, yes, father, I shall become the bat. You know, we yeah. get that moment again. Yeah. It never yeah. changes. It, it always got to be a bat crashing through gotta a window. Be a bat or else crashing no through the window. Very powerful. Yeah. It's a powerful bat. Yeah. <laughs> he has a vendetta against glass. Like, yeah. Exactly. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that's the first arc is the Red Hood Gang, which was a super cool story. Yeah, that's a great part of the book. And then it sets up the next arc is the fall of Gotham and the rise of the Riddler. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about that. So basically, Riddler fucking traps the entire city and floods that bitch. Yeah. He no man's lands it for sure. Yeah, he does. But it's crazy that he like, yeah, like flooded the subways and the tunnels. And he's got those drones he, he, everywhere. Yeah, he's got the drones yeah. and he's got like the bridges like pre-bombed in case anyone. Dude. And also, dude, I loved the Riddler manipulating Dr. Death. Oh, Dr. Death. I yes, forgot about him. Yeah. Right. When he has the crazy bone serum that like yeah. it made him all fucking scarecrow like. Yeah. That was cool. And that was a cool use of uh, Lucius Fox also making the uh, vaccine for him. Yeah. Yeah. Because vaccines work, people. It, at least in <laughs> yeah, in DC Comics, maybe not in the real world. But I'm just kidding. Oh, <laughs> Jake Rogan. Jake <laughs> Rogan. <laughs> I'm vaccinated. That's the, I can criticize. I can criticize vaccines. I know. No. Jake, you know. Rogan. Jake Rogan. Oh, God. <laughs> we, we are not posting anything with me photoshopped or any hashtags because that'll get us. People will hate definitely, us. Definitely not. <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> yeah. yeah, just put it in the background. <laughs> yeah. <Dude>. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Dr. Death, I liked his when he's like dying and with his final battle with uh, Batman and he's like he 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 doesn't fuck with Batman, but he's like Bruce Wayne is like the hero the city needs. Like he understands what I was trying to do. Like it Bruce has like that moment where he's like, fuck, I'm maybe I'm doing this the wrong way. Right. Yeah. I also like that they were fighting on a blimp, which is always like a classic Batman. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like. In the yeah, animated like in the series, animated like series, for some reason, yeah. like he always like just has blimps up in Gotham. Well, Gotham is a blimp city. <laughs> blimp city. <laughs> blimp uh, also, city. I love the scene while he's fighting that when Commissioner Loeb gets shot out of the sky and all of the cops, like all the blimps go crashing down in a blaze. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That it was some great, some great paneling, too. Didn't he have a bat blimp? Like that yeah. shit came out of nowhere. Yeah, he had a yeah, bad blimp. But it got caught on fire. 
as blimps yeah. do. Yeah, yeah, that's why we. Do, that's why in modern day continuity we don't have a bat blimp because it explodes. In Scott oh. Snyder's run, he also has a bat train at some point. Dude, he's got that's when Batman. Gordon is Batman. Got a bat train that would make sense though with like hidden subway tunnels in Gotham and shit. Yeah, it, it's kind of cool. Like it, on paper, <laughs> it sounds so weird, but I, I really like when Gordon is Batman. It's interesting. Not in this story, but it happens. I didn't read that story, that part of the run. Yeah, it's later on in the run. It's not too far after this, but in this one, Gordon also... So like we were talking about in year one, he's there when Bruce is younger. Yeah, he's there when Bruce is younger. And also, but I love his and Batman's relationship. Yeah. In this one. Yeah. Just like another one where they're very strained. But he has a strained with relationship with both Batman and Bruce Wayne. Yeah. He has And 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 women, man. When Bruce Wayne uh, when Bruce Wayne when fucking Alfred tries to hook him up at the end. Yeah. Yeah. And he has that daydream of what, like, Bruce's future life. No, that was, uh, yeah, uh, that was honestly sad oh, as fuck. It was super yeah, it sad. Was. The, the comic ends on, like, a sad note. You're just like, ah, oh, dude. He's like, you're going to pick a life of misery over a life of Poonani. Yep. He chose the bat life. The bat life. See, if I was Batman, I would do both. Yeah, why not? Yeah, like, yeah. by day, I'd be smashing puss. And then by night, I'd be <laughs> fighting crime, but then coming back to smash more puss. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Gotham deserves more. Heroes don't go down, Jake. No, you're right. What am I thinking? Batman, <laughs> Batman doesn't eat ass, and I do. So <laughs> yeah. I'm not the hero that That's got the only beat. difference. That's the only difference between me and Batman. (laughs) (laughs) No one makes no sense. Like in Peacemaker, they'll say shit like Superman has a shit fetish, or yeah. Aquaman fucks fish, but you're never you're still not allowed to say Batman goes down like on Catwoman. Like what? What the fuck? What are the rules? Those are some sacred rules. Although I don't know. From the previews of this latest Batman movie, it looks like him and Catwoman will be getting up in it. Oh. Which I hope does happen. (laughs) Full (laughs) on penetration for 20 minutes straight. I wanna see Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, wouldn't you guys watch that? Oh, of course. That just Are you cool to me. I, I would definitely watch that. Yeah, I would watch rated that. Rated PG-13. <laughs> yeah, PG-13. <laughs> oh, God. Is it rated R? No, no, it's PG-13. It's PG-13. That being said... They said it's like um, a hard PG-13. They're going to have penetration in the Snyder (laughs) Cut. Oh, in the Snyder Cut, yeah. Yeah, (laughs) God, the Snyder Cut. There's definitely going to be some serious people like saying, release the Snyder Cut of the Batman or something like that. Yeah, I'm going to be one of them. (laughs) (laughs) Damn it, what have I created? (laughs) <laughs> yeah so dr death was a cool villain i liked uh bruce's uncle kane what's his name philip kane philip philip kane yeah. yeah he was kind of he was kind of a douchebag he was playing both sides yeah he's he was a cool character that was also cool him. that he was part of joker's gang or red hood's gang yeah yeah he, re- he redeemed himself was when, he, at, when he died yeah, yeah. I, was gl- I was glad he died honestly. one of those yeah fuck him yeah he was a bootlicker and he had the giant penny. That's where the giant penny comes from in front of the building. You it saw that? It was like a statue in front of the, like the Wayne Tower. Yeah. I didn't mind that, to be honest. I kind of liked, oh, speaking of which, yeah, the giant penny, the T-Rex. 
Like they had a the few T-Rex, like yeah. origins for the crazy shit that's in Batman's cave. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a lot of Easter. Eggs. A lot of Easter egg. Yeah, that's true. This whole comic is Easter egg heavy, and it really like I don't know. As a Batman fan, I I breezed through it because I was like, oh, this is fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah, it was dope. Like it's a very quick paced story, and it's really easy to read because it's so engaging. Yeah, it hits all the right Batman notes. It does hit all the right bat buttons. <laughs> the bat buttons. It hits the, it has to, yeah, it hits the bat G spot. Honestly, <laughs> yeah, dude. And it's like, like multiple uh, times, and I'm just like squirting batgasms. <laughs> Batgasm. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> but yeah, dude, no, it really is such a good Batman. And I like that, like, while there's small other villains, like, at first you would almost say the police force is kind of a villain. Uh, at least Commissioner Loeb is. Yeah. But, I mean, they're kind of like working not together, but like at the same time as Mo fucking Dr. Death. But then you come to find out that it's been the Riddler pulling the strings all along. Yeah. So yep. it's also pretty cool that at the end Riddler compromises like like pretty much remember those Delta Force guys get sent in and Gordon thinks like, oh, sweet, we're going to take them down. They have like a shit ton of cash to give to the Riddler. Yeah. yeah. The U.S. government's trying to make a deal with the Riddler. Yeah. Dude, like Batman, he doesn't negotiate with terrorists, but the U.S. government and DC Comics tried, tried to. Yeah. Just dude. give him money. Get him the fuck out of there. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck those guys. Yeah, those guys sucked. I like that the Riddler every day in the afternoon would let someone try to ask a riddle that he couldn't solve, and he had like that death trap. Yeah. Yeah, he fed him to hyenas. Yeah, <laughs> fed him to hyenas. Yeah. No jackals. And then there's that little kid that Batman like is in his apartment. And Duke, wasn't like, it trying Duke? To- Duke, yeah, who later becomes Signal. He he be- he's he becomes an important character in Scott Snyder's run. But this is like the first time he appears. Yeah, like he, you see him grow, like, you know, he's always like, he's not, he's never Robin, but he's almost. He's almost Robin-like. Yeah, or maybe he he's was Robin. He's the yellow costume, right? Yeah, yeah, Signal. I'm not a fan of like, and we mentioned this last time, but I do sometimes feel like when the Bat family is too extended, like. Stop bloating yeah. the Bat family. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like, I, I did like that this comic was also just a focused Batman comic. He didn't have his. Other than classic Gordon ally and whatnot. Yeah. My favorite, I think my favorite Batman stories are the one where he's the focus and it's focused on his immediate friends and family and comrades and rogues gallery. Mm -hmm. And those are my favorite Batman stories. I don't like Batman as a team player. I don't want Batman to like save the planet. I don't necessarily need that in a Batman Yeah, I don't need that either. And I feel like it takes him out of being grounded. Kind of like what we complain about with Spider-Man when he's off in Mars. It's like, nah. Yeah. I want to see Spider-Man in the Bronx fucking up like gangsters and shit. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And with this, they do such a good job. Like, so this is a big millions depend on it, life or death kind of story. And it's like pretty outlandish and ridiculous, but it's so well written that it doesn't. And it's also contained to Gotham. 
Yeah, yeah that's that's the big point. Like it, it's Bruce saving Gotham City, making it his like duty to make sure Gotham City's protected. Like he is the one to save it, and it's kind of his city at that point. Like the Riddler is owning shit. But he takes down the Riddler and he's like, it's pretty much. But like he gives that speech at the end where he's basically like, you know, this is our city. We all live here still like we joke about in other episodes. And and then to go back to your point, Cody, about taking the Batman comics too seriously, like who the fuck would live in Gotham City? But they make a good point. <laughs> but they make a good point in his speech about like, you know, we're all here. Like we all like take pride living here. Exactly. You know, it's cool. It's awesome. I, Same like, with New York, man. It's like, yeah, it's like, yeah, we get terrorist attacks and there's crime and shit but fuck that like we don't we don't run from our own city hell no i love new york so <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I don't know, man. Also, like Gotham itself was is like like it should be was is was a major player in the story. Gotham is always like yeah, it's it, almost its own character. Yeah, but in this story, it was like bright. It was really nice looking. You saw a lot, a lot of, it of it took it during place the during day. the daytime. Yeah, oh, see, yeah, yeah. Especially you're right. Especially in the end when whenever like they're going toe to toe with Riddler, that's all in broad daylight. Yep. Like yeah, and I like even that. when it. Even when it's not like when it's Riddler, like when it's his time taking over and everything is like overgrown, it's Gotham. We haven't seen Gotham like that either. It's like oh, it's a lot lush, of lush with plant out. life and yeah. fauna yeah, and that he, flora. That he instantly grew you using Pamela Isley's. Oh, you're right. I forgot about that. Oh, I didn't catch that. Yeah, because it was because even though Bruce was like in a mini coma or whatever, right? Uh, he was only out for a few, for like a month or something like that. Yeah, he got fucked. Yeah, up. he thinks like a day has passed, and he's like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, but but in like a month or less than a month, because at the end, Riddler says twenty eight days. I did like the panels when it showed Gotham like covered in you know like fauna and flora or whatever. Fucking, because it also looked like I Am Legend, like in the beginning, mm, when it's yeah, New York yeah. and it's covered. Like that's that's what it reminded me at first. I was like, oh, this is cool. It's like post-apocalyptic Gotham, except it's like the Riddler every day gets on his TV screen. It's like, hello, douchebags. Right. It's okay. not quite the Gotham where there's so many psychos running around. It's just the Riddler for now. Yeah, just but you know, then there'll be more. Anthony. Yes. Is zero year what comes after? House of Owl, Court of Owls, City of Owls? Yeah, exactly. Okay, that's what I thought. It's almost like an interlude because it's like not, you know, because it's going to the beginning of Batman. Yeah, not- I kind of like that. I don't think it like- actually necessarily story-wise has anything to do with his run on Court of Owls. It's just same artist, same writer team. No, like it's still connected. It's still like yeah, he's using that to like plant Oh, so this is future. the origin of his Court of Owl universe type of thing. Correct. Yeah. Like the new oh, 52 right, 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 Batman, right. this is his origin. Yep. Dude, well... It rocked. Yeah, rocked, Hell dude. Yeah. It, it did sick. rock. It was metal, you might say. <laughs> little little element humor there. For <laughs> <you>. <laughs> um, what, what did you guys think of all the riddles they were talking about? They're impossible. I never would have solved any of yeah, them. Yeah, I always feel I'm like, fuck, I would have been dead. <laughs> yeah, like Instantly. I'd have been dead. The city would not have been saved if it was up to yeah. me. Like, <laughs> no, man, those things you, are yeah. impossible. 
Also, did you see, I loved that scene where Batman just burns a zero in his teacher's yard. Yeah. He's <laughs> yeah. like, fuck you. Yeah. 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 Teenage Batman is just like, don't mess with me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but his teacher was fucking with him. He was making him relive his parents' murder. No, it was, his teacher was trying to f- force him to participate and because of the trauma, he was reliving his parents' murder. Yeah, but I thought the question that he was asking was like, and the answer was like a bullet or something. Or that was just Bruce imagining it. Yeah, I think so. Oh, uh, I was falling for Bruce's trauma. Yeah. I was getting sucked <laughs> in. I was like, fuck that teacher. He's right. Why is he fucking yeah. Dude, also going back to like Easter eggs and like the origin of things in the Bat universe. Dude, when Gotham needs to stop the Air Force from like carpet bombing or... Yeah, needs to stop the Gotham. When Gordon needs to stop the Air Force from carpet bombing Gotham, Uh he's like, What do I do? And he fucking like paints that shield into the bat signal. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I thought that was cool. That was a cool use of it. I was like, Nice. I was going to say, I also really liked that when they flash back to Thomas and Martha Wayne a lot and they flesh them out a little more, they seem more like real people that you care about. You know, it's not like, oh, they just got shot. We don't really, we, they're rich. That's all we really know. Like in this one, you're like, fuck, like they're really good parents to Bruce. Like it's sad. Yeah. But again, Bruce, you like, you see how I was talking about, like Bruce could see how he blames himself because he's like, let's go see the movie. They're like, oh, we already saw it. But he's like, oh, now that you mentioned that scene, I want to go see it again. That's what happens when you're a spoiled, entitled little kid. You get your parents murdered. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> For everyone out there. Yeah, listening. So if you're listening to this, don't be a little shit. <laughs> or your parents will die. <laughs> know what I was thinking? What if the Riddler had taken over uh, New Jersey when Tony Soprano was running uh, shit Tony and Soprano they had to answer the riddles? We go, T, you hear this? Is asking fucking riddles. <laughs> what, is, <laughs> what is he talking about? Yeah. yeah I don't know. <laughs> 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 Dude, I like how the Riddler in this was basically like, oh, damn near unstoppable. He had like contingency plans for contingency plans. He was pretty unstoppable, honestly. Yeah, he was a beast. He was like, he was like, A, just like a really smart, like tech genius. Oh, yeah, that's, yep. Which I liked because it's like, it made sense for how he took over like fucking, you know, Wayne Industries technology and like hacked all the, the surveillance cameras and has the drones. And yeah, dude, the drones were brutal. Uses pretty like, much the equivalent of like 40 seconds, like Times Square's giant screen. Yeah. But like as that in Gotham to like talk to everyone at noon. So yeah, I thought that was cool. Yeah, but he, he was unstoppable. Yeah. Yeah, too, it was a great way to show that. Yeah, it was a great way to show that Riddler is not the Batman villain that you could just brush aside. Like, yeah. He matches wits with Bruce Wayne in a way that few other villains can, and that makes him extremely dangerous. Oh, yeah. Just just on intellect alone, he's like one of the worthiest adversaries in Batman's gallery. He also defeats Bruce twice almost. Yeah. That's true. He does, you're actually. Absolutely I mean, right. you're right. He, he, he does win until like he fucks up the city, does control them, ruins Bruce Wayne's life like in the actual Bruce Wayne's life. So... Yeah, he like, and he, he just like, he fucking crushed, I don't know, everything he did, he had like a backup plan for, and he knew every move that everybody was gonna make. Yeah. Yeah. I did like when he guessed who Batman was. You said you did or didn't? I did. Yeah. Because he was so wrong. 
Yeah. What did he say? He said it was like uh, an ex-Marine special forces type that's uh, now uh, basically out to pasture and is having a hard time adjust. Yeah. Oh, shit. I don't know if I caught that. Yeah. When Batman goes to and to talk the riddle and he basically just roasts Nigma instead of asking a riddle. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I also like that Batman saved the city by electrocuting himself and almost killing himself. Yeah. He like jump starts his own heart. Yeah. Yeah. That's why he's willing to do anything for Gotham. That's why he deserves to be like their protector. Like it's his fucking city. <laughs> no one else would do that. <laughs> also, who was there to save the mo fucking day? Batman. Alfred. I was oh, going right, to say Alfred. Right. Yeah. Alfred yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. If it wasn't for Alfred, Batman would have croaked a couple times. That's in his true. That's true. Yeah. Alfred was there always to patch him up. That's why Alfred in Scott Snyder's run is so important. Like he's such a huge, he's always important to Batman, but you really see it. And that's the, such a great point to highlight. Like Alfred without Alfred, Batman's fucked. Like in, and yeah. in this story, especially like, man, Alfred is so cool. I like Alfred so I, much. I like him in this comic a lot. He's a well-developed character. Who was? Where was Batman when he got shot up by bullets that one time? Was that when he was... Oh, that was when he was caught by the cops. And Gordon saved him in the river. I don't, why don't I remember that part? That sounds like year one to me. Yeah, I that's just what I was know. thinking. Is year, yeah, now I'm confusing two origin stories. <laughs> well, it, it happens in this one, too. And in this one... No, because in year one, it's he. It's like Batman saves him, but in this one, Gordon saves Batman. Oh, it's like the reverse from the river. Oh, and Batman's like, uh, he's like, take that mask off. So oh, you don't you're, get right, you're, yeah, right, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Yes. Now I remember. Yeah, when they're in the speedboat. Yeah. Yeah. And Gordon takes his glasses off, and he's like, "I won't be able to recognize you." And they trust yeah. each other. Yeah. Ooh, that was a good part. I totally forgot. About I forgot that. about that too. Yeah, dude. Uh, when is there an episode when I'm the guy remembering all of it? That's how you know shit's gone crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is my origin story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Cody zero year. Yeah, zero <laughs> year. <laughs> That'd be. I want to see that origin story. <laughs> Dude, I feel like you guys were there for that. Oh year. yeah, we're definitely zero part of zero year. year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny that your zero year is kind of more similar to the Joker than it is to Batman. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Yeah, well. Uh, yep. Cody is the Joker. Oh, he's a <laughs> terrible Joker. Yeah. I don't, know, I don't know if I could see it. Well, I don't think I could. It. <laughs> it's not not the part for me. Yeah. Yeah, Cody's not the Joker. No. I hear the Joker's been lurking around Jake's house. We don't want to we don't want to <laughs> say too much about that. Never know. Could be here. But yeah, dudes. Uh so how many Jopezies? I'm giving it 6. Easy. Yeah, that's an easy six for me, too. Oh, shit. <laughs> we got the devil. <laughs> yeah. The mark of the commie beast. <laughs> the commie beast. Yeah, dude. Another six, six, six. Joe. It, it was straight fire. It was just a fire comment. Like, I. Yeah. I read it in two days. I was like, it wasn't. Yeah, I banged it out. Yeah. Like, it was yeah. Dope. 
Like, this is dope. Another comic that I would recommend, you buy it, you read it, and if you've never read a Batman comic, it's one of those where you could be like, ooh, let me read this shit. That's true. This is a whole new take on Batman's origin. If anything, if you want to get into newer comics... That would be a good one to grab. Yeah, like absolutely. if you don't want good to go idea. back as far as like the eighties. Yeah, if you don't want to keep up with continuity and you're like, "Fuck, I want like a new like intro to the universe." It's like, yeah, read this yeah. one. Read zero. Get a lot of bang for your buck. Ooh, lots of bang for your buck. Batgasms everywhere, dude. <laughs> 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 I had a lot of batgasms. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that about does it. I think that does it. Thank you for tuning in to our uh, Bat March run. Bat March. We appreciate you listening to us. I hope you enjoyed it. Rate us on Spotify. <laughs> don't listen to us on Spotify. No, don't Shitty, listen to Cody. Get Apple Music. Yeah. No, go to comicsandchronic.com and Ooh, listen to us. You're right. We forgot all about that. You don't need to go anywhere else. You can literally just listen on the site. We, yeah. Listen, there's cool we stuff. We made there. a website for you guys. Yeah. So suck our <laughs> Maybe I am the Joker. This is the only podcast. <laughs> yeah, it's the only podcast where we tell our fans to fuck off or suck our dick. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's why we love our commies. So you know, check us out on Instagram, our website. Tell us what you think. Yeah. Yeah, and keep on keep on checking out Bat March. Rat, we only got what one more? No, we're gonna no. After this, we'll talk about uh, Dark Knight Returns. Ooh, yeah. And Mask of the Phantasm. Ooh, Mask of the Phantasm. Ooh, Ooh. Yeah. and of course, <laughs> once we fucking see the Batman, we'll talk about that. Yeah. Ooh, damn. Yeah. I am getting wet already. <laughs> Backasms are starting. Backasms are coming in, coming in hot. <laughs> well, we'll see you guys next week. See you. Bye. <laughs> Hi, you're listening to Comics and Chronic, and I'm Jacob H. I'm Cody Cannon, and I'm Anthony Iannaccio. And you can tune in every Thursday to hear new episodes of Comics and Chronic. And make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Comics and Chronic. That's Comics, the letter N, Chronic. We'll see you guys next week. Woo! Peace. <laughs>